Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 395 for April 16th, 2023. My name is Nathan Reed Spruth. Today we are joined by Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Besh. It's me. I'm here. And we are also joined by Andrew Aroa McFain. Uh... Yep. Yep. And of course, I am your host, Nathan Reed Spruth. This might be another lost podcast. It's it's nice to know every week uh we the the entire server just might crash it's pretty pretty great it that this was a very strange situation okay and it also did, it was not the podcast server itself it was the proxy sitting in front of the server oh okay so the the server was fine it was just the proxy mm-hmm. wasn't fine and everyone was yeah. not going to use that device as a coaster anymore so problem solved he's like oh no i spilled my coffee on it Wait, when did yeah. I start drinking coffee? Anyway, uh, we're going to move on. Uh, Aroa, where can we find you? Uh, so you may find that while you can still go to Aroa.website, it will immediately redirect you to uh, Aroa.neocities.org. That is because of a flaw in the way that Mastodon does things because Miss Key has been replaced with Mastodon. Uh, so you can still use a website, but it will redirect you, uh, to the same page that it was before. I will probably fix that eventually, but just not, not right now. Okay. But there are still links on there. Just not. Oh yeah. Page is exactly the same. Uh, it's just Mastodon has replaced MISKEY and the URL is, is going to look different, but it functionally is the same. Good. Good. And Connor, where can we find you? You could also find me at Aroa.website. And one of those links I want to draw your attention to is Clinton's Core Classics, a Rise of the Rune Lords first edition actual play podcast. And you can find that wherever fine podcasts are found. Until we break it. Until we break it, and then it'll be available like every other week or something. <laughs> Till we break it and and Reeton cries because we don't... And Connor cries because we don't have it anymore. No, 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 no. We're not going to break it. This is the test podcast that people break. And this this one. And it and it's working fine for the most part. Anyway, of course, I'm your host, Nathan Reeton. You can find me everywhere at Reeton. Uh, mainly, I'm on Twitch Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time. And that's that's about it. Uh, what games have you played this week, Connor? I've been playing a little bit of Shenmue 2. And I'm really happy right now where I'm at. That's that's my go-to like 15 minutes before bed game right now. And the last time I played, I, I was walking past someone was like, you know what? I'll I'll just gamble once. I'll do a gamble, a single one. That's and, that's how it goes. That's how it always goes. And it paid out like 10 times. Then I was like, oh, sweet. Now I must stop. And, and you know what I did is uh, I didn't stop. Yeah. And now I have well. less money than what I started with. That's how they get and, you. Uh, and that's how I spent my evening before bed, is uh, continually reminding myself that gambling is it's, it's, a, it's a disease. It's a deadly sin. Is it? And uh, other than Shenmue, which is still a great game, it runs so well on Steam Deck. I've been playing Battlefield 2042, which I imagine doesn't run as well on Steam Deck. I've been just, like, messing around with the jets. Boy, are the vehicles fun in this game. Which, I mean, it's Battlefield. I don't need to tell you that. The... The way that my feedback loop with this game has been going is you get weekly like 
you know, kill 10 people with an SMG or, you know, whatever objectives. And it's like, okay, I can do that. And then I could play the game the way that I want to. And I feel like that's bad design. So I've just been not doing that and doing whatever I want to do. Like taking the jet at the beginning of each round. And boy, is it fun. And, you know, sometimes you crash and, and the whole server gets mad at you. And, hey, that, that's how you learn. Is that the new one, 2042? Yes, that is the newest one. It's kind of like a prequel to 2142, which is probably my favorite of them. And uh, it's it, it's fixed. There was a while where it wasn't working, but it's fixed. And it's running well on the Steam Deck. I haven't tried that yet. Okay. But uh, it, it looks great on my computer. Like, I never expected loving ray tracing in a first-person shooter so much. You'd like... You'd think you'd be moving around too fast to really notice it, but boy, do they take advantage of it. A lot of their design, like the environments they make are specifically to be flashy, and it shows. Well, that's good. Anything else notable, or should we move on yeah. to... Yeah. Oh. Uh, and Space Station... Th- no, uh, I've also been playing Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection, because these games that came out like 20 years ago were a big part of my childhood, and they're a whole lot of fun. Good. Have you beaten any of them? No, but I do have a comment, which is the, like, you could see how many people have gotten the achievements on Steam. Like, 20% of players have gotten the achievement for the first secret boss. And then 12% of players have gotten the achievement for the side mission where you give an old man his dentures back. So the difficult thing you kind of got to go out of your way to do, people are, you know, nailing it, no problem. The thing where you walk to an old man and go, hey, I found your teeth. Nobody's doing it. I thought that was funny. Yeah, I do like looking at those and being like, oh man, look at this achievement I'm never going to get that only 0.1% of people get. That's me. I'm the one. Because I have a sickness. Yeah, Uh, I I feel a smug sense of superiority whenever I quit out of a game and then I look at Steam and it's like 0.8% of players have this achievement. And I'm like, yeah, I'm cool. Steam yeah. will give you a little blue ribbon on any game that you 100%ed, and I, I think that's just swell. I was thinking there's there's an achievement for if you do everything like Binding of Isaac, and I'm like only 0.1% of people have gotten it, and I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I'm never getting that. I've played that game for literally hundreds of hours, and I'm still not getting that achievement. We're going to move on. We're going to ask Oroa what games he's played this week, other than... World of Warcraft for the last 24 hours. I was not actually playing WoW. Okay. It was just, I forgot. I left it running. I was really high last night. Um, and yeah. So I, uh, I've taken to playing my Steam Deck while I'm supposed to be working, which uh-huh. it's a surprise. It's surprising that I haven't, there hadn't already been doing that, but, uh, like uh, there are just so many lengths of time where I have nothing to do, uh, and I I tried playing Noida on there. I don't know if you remember Noida. I've heard of uh, it. I don't I don't know much about it. It is it is a two D rogue light RPG ish type thing. It's it it sort of plays like Terraria if Terraria was a roguelite. Um. And there's not like building and stuff because it's the physics engine is more along the lines of like those old falling sand, like toy game things that you'd play. It would run in like a Java applet back in like 2006. Uh, 
other old references. Uh, but yeah, I tried playing it on there, and it was it was all right. But then it just reminded me of how fucking hard Noida is, and I I stopped trying that, and instead played a game that I've had installed on my Steam Deck for a long time, but never actually bothered uh, playing, which was Code Vein. I played that on my PC on Game Pass a uh, really long time ago. Like, I think like 2020, maybe three whole years ago. And it's good. It's it's a good Souls-born game that has uh, really attractive anime women. Oh, of course. And that's why you wanted to play it. Yeah, uh, it's got like a really cool sort of it's like cyber goth combined with uh, like uh, Victorian goth sort of uh, aesthetic going on. I really dig it. Um, I love the character creator a lot. And it's like a pretty accessible Soulsborne. It's not uh, it's not like like Elden Ring where you're getting your shit pushed in uh, every second of every dungeon. So, yeah. Isn't that uh, the, the entire point of the Souls games, though, is to just be masochistic? Yeah, yeah, some people just want an action RPG with good combat and and not to just and- get fucked constantly. They they want one with good combat. So why are they going with Souls likes? <laughs> Sorry, I fucking hate uh, those games. Uh, <laughs> I I don't I don't think I have anything else. Oh, okay. I've spent a lot of my time this week making making the server work. Well, that's good. I'm happy that you were able to make the server work. I apologize for the the silence there. I was actually muted for a second. Um. Hmm. So anyway, we're going to move on to me and we're going to talk about the games I played, which honestly weren't that many. I only was here Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday of last week. So I played Overwatch on Monday, Overwatch 2. And uh, we're going to talk about a a new Discord feature here uh, later. But but they added one a week or two ago, which was the soundboard. And let me tell you, I hate it. It's, absolutely hate it it's goofy it's, i i don't I, like that you can't just uh use any sound effect from any other server i hate that that's a turbo feature yeah yeah so i was playing overwatch with a couple friends who for some reason have the soundboard i assume they have discord nitro or whatever and they were playing the soundboard while we were playing games, and I quickly afterwards went and turned soundboard all the way down. <laughs> so now if anybody plays soundboard, I won't hear it because I I absolutely positively hate it. And that was that was the biggest thing that happened in Overwatch was I was getting annoyed by the soundboard. Uh and then we we I played some Ghostwire Tokyo, which is pretty it's pretty good. It's not terrible. Um I I like it. It's very pretty. And it also has ray tracing, which I, d- I decided to turn on the ray tracing. Let me tell you about the ray tracing in this game. It makes my frame rate dog shit. That's <laughs> what it does. 
So I was like, I'm going to turn this on because I, the only reason I was like, I'm going to turn on ray tracing was because you go, I went into the bathroom and looked in the mirror and there was no reflection. It just, it's like, you know, you know how they do the, the cheap trick where they like haze out the, the mirrors. So they're all like smudged. Yeah. The mirrors look like they're made out of frosted glass. Yeah. And so I was like, I wonder if I put on, because I already had ray tracing turned on. I just had like everything on low, like super low or off. And so I turned up the reflections all the way, which made it look like crap. Or I'm sorry, run like crap. Look great. Run like crap. But the mirror still didn't show any reflection. I, tur- I literally turned the reflections all the way on. And they didn't work. Uh... You have to have a first-person character model, or uh, or I guess a third-person character model. Yeah, for, for that to the work. The reflection to work. <laughs> I, 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 they could have done it like they do in in Super Mario sixty-four, right? Like where you go into the room I and there's a mirror. Think that would have been very, very expensive. Probably. What do you they mean? They just need to do it for every reflective resource in the game. It'll be fine. Yeah, it, like you, it, they got away with that in Super Mario sixty four because that happened in a very empty room. Yeah, it was a very uh, empty room, and they the poly, it only had like twenty polygons. Like, yeah, it, it like, wasn't very same. They did the same trick in Sonic Adventure on the Dreamcast, mm-hmm. and uh, there's there is a reason that nothing happens in that room, but. It's still, I think that they should have had some reflection. And, and I think the same I, thing I happened. I think the same thing happened with Cyberpunk 2077, uh, where you would go up to the mirrors and there would be no reflection, but you could press a button and like look at yourself and then it, would, it like turns on the reflection. Yeah, but it like zooms in on the mirror. So it just shows you it's weird. It's really I strange. They were doing the same thing they did in Super Mario 64 on that. Like, they loaded in your asset, flipped it, and they, yeah. anything you needed to do, it just displays. Like, you're not actually looking at a reflection on that, I don't think. No, no. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. But it's like, anytime you press a button and there is a there is an obvious visual cut, the developers are doing a lot of stuff to make the game run well. And they're mm-hmm. probably just unloading everything around you. Yeah, basically. Now... Uh, that being said, Ghostwire Tokyo, I'm I'm having fun with it. You played it a little bit, right, Aroa? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played maybe like four or five hours, I think. It's not that long of a game either. Uh, if you don't do everything, it's it's around eleven to fifteen hours, depending on. Yeah, I could I could tell I was about halfway through whenever I quit. Yeah, so I'm probably going to beat that this upcoming week. The, that's the hope, and. There are certain things like they definitely have stuff there to pad the game time. Uh, like you collect souls with little paper. I forget what they're called. Uh, you they're basically like talismans. Yeah. You take these talismans out, you collect the souls and then you put them in to a phone booth for some reason. And that's how you level up. So the, the way that they do it is there are, like 240,000 souls for you to collect. And each time you collect souls, it's anywhere from like 500 to 1,000 souls. So that's a lot of 
going and collecting souls that I am not going to do. And there are also a lot of side missions I'm probably not going to do. But that being said, it, it, I'm still having fun with it. I think it's it's good. I'm going to go save my sister from a coma or maybe put her into a deeper coma. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. You can check that out Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of next week at twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. Now we're going to move on to some news stories and talk about some Capcom stuff that's going on. Uh, good good news for Capcom. Uh, they have removed Denuvo from Resident Evil Village. I didn't it, even know I had Denuvo. Yeah, so it, it might be more playable now because Denuvo has been... Uh, they, they've looked at it and they've done studies, well, studies, they've done tests where they have Denuvo and then they removed Denuvo uh, via either a method like this where Capcom goes in or other companies or companies, other people will strip Denuvo away and there is a marked performance increase in those games. Not like, mm-hmm. it's like a 10 to 20% increase a lot of the time too. That's not insignificant. Yeah. No. Which is just, uh, it's amazing how crap Denuvo is. Particularly it's in great. the case. Sorry, go on. But it was, uh, in, in the case of uh, Village, uh, very early on, there were videos showing that if you remove the anti-piracy stuff, uh, the thing with the, the first sister encounter where uh, you got all the bugs everywhere, um like that that shit in the normal game was dropping down to like below 20 fps for a lot of people uh and removing all of the piracy stuff made that run flawlessly and it was like (laughs) it was like night and day it's fucking disgusting and it's like the console versions don't have this problem because they don't use fucking denuvo so yeah it, it just complete indication of of how stupid it is that uh people keep companies keep using the software whenever one it can be broken it could very obviously be broken and very very easily by certain groups at least yeah they got uh, see the 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 fucking hogwarts uh whatever game hogwarts that, legacy that, yeah hogwarts legacy was cracked i want to say within a week after its launch um so like it's not even because the nouveau's big marketing thing is we can't 100 percent protect the game forever but we can at least protect it during that initial launch window but if it becomes more consistent that at least the big name titles get cracked within a week like that, that's not going to make any real difference yeah, uh, it does say here to prove their point one cracking team removed the drm from Resident Evil Village, and found that suddenly the game ran flawlessly without any stuttering issues. Subsequent mm-hmm. testing from Rich Leadbetter, is it Leadbetter? One of them. Uh, with Digital Foundry came to the same conclusion. The cracked version without the anti-piracy DRM exhibited far superior performance. And as you're, to your point, if we have Denuvo and it's making games run crappier, and then they're getting cracked within within a week. Is it worth it having Denuvo? Uh, for some publishers, I would say the publishers probably think so, and the mm-hmm. developer, the people who are actually making the game, 
think no. That they're the thing about it is ninety five percent of people who are working on video games are gamers that are like we don't care, <laughs> like we we just want the game to run good, and if we don't, if it doesn't run good, then people are gonna bitch and moan, and they don't want you know they're gamers too, so they don't want their games to suffer. Why when they could make them run you know at sixty fps instead of as you were saying going down to twenty, but whatever um it did not really hurt village's sales though so who knows maybe the publishers are like it's worth it because we still sold 7.4 million units by january yeah, of 2023. That's, the thing, like, that's the shittiest thing is that people are still going to buy the game either way yeah and it's, so it's like really they're not hurting anybody except for people who wanted to buy the game the legal way in the first place Right, so it's it's silly, and I don't like it, but we're going to move on to some more Capcom news. Well, it, well Connor was going to say something. What I was it? just going to say, like, the Nouveau's great if you want to prevent piracy, but just by the nature of how it works, it's going to, of course, impact performance. That's all I really wanted to say, though. We, we said it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, what was the one before? Uh, Securum? Oh, Se- yeah. Securum or whatever? Well, was, yeah, Se- Securum was, like, the big guy that yeah. uh was awful there were there were a couple others is Securum the one that now like you literally cannot run it in modern windows or was that a different one i believe... i think it was a different one i i, I don't know i know they there they was, moved, there... they've moved away but, from it yeah but there, there was no it's a star something star okay. something i can't remember what it's called but it, it's uh like windows just straight up blacklists it because it relied on some component of windows that has since been removed because it's such a massive security flaw yeah Securum, i remember so many games back when i was poor and i would pirate it and they're like here's how you bypass Securum. you download this <laughs> one file I'm like okay yeah fantastic uh, fuck it oh is it a uh, game copy world i think yeah. is like you could go on there and get cracks for like every game that had Sekiron because it was just fucking simple. It was worthless. Anyway, uh, moving on to the next Capcom story. So they they removed Denuvo, but then to, they so that was good, and now they have to even it out by removing ray tracing from Resident Evil Two and Three remakes. Well, as we've learned from strange decision, as we've learned from this podcast, nobody ever really enjoys ray tracing. It doesn't it's, enhance a game any. Not at all. If I if I took the time to like bring that clip from like five minutes ago where you were saying, "Oh my God, the ray tracing is so good," that'd, that'd be appropriate. Yeah. So Capcom, what you doing? Yeah, like, and there's no, there, they didn't give any reason. It just disappeared from the menu. How uh, this weird. is weird. This is from Eurogamer. It says Capcom has quietly removed ray tracing from the Steam versions of both Resident Evil Two and Resident Evil Three remakes. Right now, no one's entirely sure why the feature has been removed, but Willis, they are, they are still DirectX 12. Ray tracing has disappeared. Did you just pronounce Willist as Willist? Willist. Um, ray tracing has disappeared, as has Dolby Atmos for the third remake, too. So, I, so Dolby Atmos has been removed from Resident Evil 3 remake. I don't know why. Uh, the issue came to light when 
uh, PMC64 from, I assume, Reddit, popped up on the PC Gaming subreddit to say that Capcom removed ray tracing both from both games overnight uh, while somebody else brought it to everyone's attention on the Resident Evil 3 Steam community around the same time. So it just it just happened. And they, like, Capcom hasn't said anything about it. Mm. Which, which is really... Like, here's my question. Is that something that could be conceived at, like, could they get in trouble for this? Probably not. I would imagine there's a uh, terms of service, but if yeah, you're uh, well, even in a terms of service, though, generally there's going to be like a length of time they have to warn about removing a feature or something. But I guess it depends on how it's worded. Yeah, like it's if, sus, if though, if you bought Resident Evil, you know, two and three, think the remakes, thinking, man, I'm going to play this in ray tracing. I bought this, you know, I have this graphics card, or I bought this graphics card to play with this game with ray tracing. You could make the point that if they remove it, they should give you some compensation for that. Kind of like uh, way back in the day when PlayStation, I'm sorry, when the PlayStation 3 had the Linux, the other OS feature removed. Yeah. And people got like 20 whole dollars from that. I think it was like 30 something dollars for, for that class action lawsuit. But the, like, that means that Sony had to pay millions of dollars for that class action lawsuit. So I'm not sure, but that I, I doubt that it would go that far to actually like bring a class action lawsuit against it. But that doesn't make any it, it doesn't make any sense that they just remove a feature that's been there since the game was released. I don't have any faith that any court in America would be that consumer friendly. I could, however, very easily see them being like, okay, you've bought Resident Evil 2 and 3 Gold Edition. Now here's the Platinum Edition. Get your ray tracing. 20 more dollars. I could see them doing that, but I don't... Like, I could see them doing that for... Resident a, a Evil new 5. Game. Yeah, like, like if it's a new game. If they're, they've already released the game to say, hey, we're going to take this feature away and now you have to pay for it. Um... That I I just don't I don't see that happening. It, it makes me think that something e either there was some kind of weird licensing thing because like Dolby Atmos that makes sense if like they were supposed to to pay for the the Atmos thing and they only paid for like two of the games but one of the games that they didn't pay for they put it in there without thinking about it or something like that. Uh, but I would think that ray tracing would be built into the engine on some level, and like that wouldn't be something they would have licensed tech from for somebody else. Yeah, like it's it's just a weird thing to to remove a feature that already only targets like a subset of people who play games in the first place. Yes, it's uh, it doesn't make any sense to me, but we'll see. Maybe it was just an update like a hot fix and they're they're gonna re-update it in a week that has ray tracing enabled again and then come out with a statement and be like oh sorry we pushed pushed an update that took it away on accident or something like that that would be actually kind of funny yeah if like they forgot to 
like they toggled it off for internal testing and then forgot to toggle it back on whenever they went and pushed the patch. That I mean that happened. happens. It, oh, yeah. I have there I've I've mentioned this story before, but I'll let Connor go before I say it. No, I, was, I mean like this is kind of actually common in video games. It's the biggest example I can think of is the Switch when they just forgot to turn on the Bluetooth toggle for for like headphones and stuff like that. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh. The, the biggest one I can think of for an individual game was Final Fantasy XI, where there was like a two-hour period where the level one cure would do 9,999 healing. <laughs> and just like with all the other Final Fantasy games, Final Fantasy XI, if you went up to a skeleton or an undead creature and used cure, it would hurt that creature. So you could have a level one white mage doing 9,999 damage <laughs> to like level 90 or level 75 skeletons. It was great. A similar thing was actually just recently discovered in World of Warcraft. Uh, there was a particular weapon in Wrath of the Lich King that uh, has it has had a typo in its stats since that expansion came out that basically they had the decimal point in the wrong place so uh-huh. the thing was doing like 10 times what it was supposed to be doing that's and it it is just been that way this whole time because wrath of the lich king was over with and nobody was touching it but then they release wrath classic and people started gaming the system yeah, that sounds about that sounds about right. But yeah, so Final Fantasy, what I'm assuming, the uh, World of Warcraft, that was just a typo. Like they just did that wrong. Yeah, yeah, but it was um, still just like a thing of like, like, oops, mm-hmm. we didn't notice. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy, it was they were doing internal testing and accidentally pushed it to public, and <laughs> so just for a two hour period, everyone, every white mage was super powerful, and. Yeah, there's just if if you're listening to this and you have a place where you can comment like on iTunes or if you just want to, if you're actually listening to this, give us your favorite stories of random shit that's happened that the developers pushed to like live services. That would just call to action increases engagement by 60%. Does it? Oh yeah. man, we're what's 60% of zero? <laughs> we want to hear from you, listener. <laughs> yeah. We're going to move on and we're going to talk about Discord. Another feature I am going to fucking hate. Um, (laughs) I'm hyped about this. This is so great because I totally was thinking very recently of like, man, I wish Discord had voice messages because like I never use these whenever I'm like texting other people, but I would totally use this in Discord. I, I, no. Don't do it. <laughs> I hate it. Um, so they are doing voice messages on Discord. And I think part of it is if it were like a minute or two, like the length, you could do like a minute or two of voice messages. But you are now able to re- able to send messages of up to 20 minutes in length, which is not not good. I don't like Seems it. Seems like a lot. That seems like a lot. Like if I got a voice message from a Roa that was 20 minutes long, I would be like, how fucking high are you right now? <laughs> <laughs> like I, I would. The only thing 
the only thing that I could see this used for, for us, is literally the podcast. If if Aroa is like, I can't make it this week, but I really want to give you my insights on this particular story. And I could actually see Aroa doing that. I 100% would do that. Yeah. In fact, I have done that to some degree. Just now with a voice message. Yeah, he, he will sometimes he'll be like, okay, I got stories I want to comment on, but I can't be there today. So here's all of the my thoughts on these particular stories. And theoretically, we could just have uh, Aroa talk, like like send a minute long message on each particular story and then move on from there. So that was Aroa's reaction to everything is, yeah, I think it's great, Nathan. Yeah. (laughs) I think, I think you deserve more money, Reeton. Uh, So this is not available in the desktop. How great your cock is. (laughs) Saving that one. I can save that one. Um, (laughs) I have, I have sound pad. I can make it work. No, it's only available in the, in the mobile app right now. It is not available on desktop. Um, it says voice messages will give you the ability to send an audio recording directly to your friends. For now, you can only send voice messages through a direct message, group direct message, or in a server with fewer than 200 members. Oh, good. You can send it in our server <laughs> since there are fewer than 200 members. These can be listened to on any device where you can access Discord, but can only be sent through the mobile app. I I can't imagine that they're going to keep that limited to the mobile app, though. No, they're just they're testing it right now. Mm-hmm. 100%. And I do not know in this article, I don't think says if it's a Nitro only feature, which is their premium service. It's probably not. Um, I bet that if, at some point they'll like, well, I don't know. It's not really in... Discord's MO to limit uh, limit a feature after they launch it. So maybe I'm wrong, but I would think that maybe they would put like a like a time limit on it for non-nitro or something. Like like 30 seconds or or something like that. But yeah. maybe they'll maybe they'll make it to where you can post it in servers with over 200 members. I don't know. Yeah, I could also see it being limited like uh you can do the boosts. In, in the server, I could see them being like, oh, you need a boosted server to be able to do it for more than 200 members. Yeah. Something like that. Anyway, uh, and that's, that's ba- like, I know we've only been here for like half an hour, but that's, that's our show. Wait, did we, did we talk about Dark and Darker? No, we, we did, did not. That. I skipped it. That's what I did. Uh, that's not yeah, our show. It, I lied. The podcast a... goes real fast when you don't talk about all the stories. <laughs> yeah, it does. I'm a lying bastard. So Dark and Darker. Sorry about that. Dark and Darker is a game that was released on Steam in early access. And people were giving it a lot of praise. It's a it's a dungeon crawler with you know some some weird mechanics. But it ended up getting pulled from Steam. Because some of the former, some of the developers on Dark and Darker are former developers of NCSoft. And NCSoft is claiming that they're using NCSoft assets in Dark and Darker. And so it got pulled from Steam. And 
according to massively OP, massively overpowered, uh, they have now, the, the developers of Dark and Darker have decided that they are going to release their next version of the game on torrenting sites. So that's the only way you can play it right now. The fifth alpha playtest is over torrent. Um, it says, due to our current situation, we must be careful. Rest assured that we, we are working around the clock to safeguard the continuance of Dark and Darker. Unfortunately, due to the complexities of our situation, especially across international lines, it is taking time to resolve the Steam situation. In order for us to keep our promise to our fans, we've had to go old school this time. The studio said it wouldn't be able to run the playtest for Korean fans. Which makes sense because NCSoft is a Korean uh, you know, MMO maker. And they're the ones who are suing the developers of Dark and Darker. Have either of you looked into this? Have either of you looked? I think Aroa might have talked about it and actually played the game. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I did play in the last alpha test and it was fun i i like uh, dark and darker quite a bit it uh the the speed at which you can get through a match is a lot more satisfying than with tarkov and i feel like it's a little more casual friendly than tarkov just in general and oh. also the fact that like not every motherfucker has a gun, so you can't just walk out of the starting door and then die. So that, that's kind of nice. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not great at Tarkov. I have the game. I'm not good at it. Yeah, and... me neither. Not good at Dark and Darker either, but at least I have more fun with it. Yeah, with Tarkov, I, I spoke about it when I played it, that I was like, I'm going to load into this map. Why is it pitch black? I got <laughs> shot in the head. That was my time with Tarkov. I I know I'm, there uh, are maps that are... I, I played it for like three hours. So I know there are maps that are lighter. It's just everyone is better than me, but everyone who plays that game is also crazy and plays only plays that game. Yeah. I'm... I, I, I will wait on Tarkov... Uh, they they are adding more stuff over time, and they 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 have vowed to make it a little more casual friendly at some point. But um, now in I, the meantime, I'm downloading the Dark and Darker A5 installer right now. So. That's what I was curious about. Do you have to pay for this? Like, you have to have an account to sign into, even with the torrent. No. Oh, okay. So it's just you just download it and you do the play test. And the download mm -hmm. is is via torrent. Okay, seems that way. That's uh, that's cool. Do do they have a list of any of the updates? I don't know. I'm oh. downloading it. Oh, why well, did well? That's what I was wondering. On there, was there like a patch notes thing? I so I'm downloading it from the URL that's in this this article. Okay. Okay, that so makes tune sense. Tune in next week and Aroa's recovering from a keylogger attack. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a there, there there's an image in the uh in the article that's a screenshot from the uh Dark and Darker Discord. And it's uh, there's a magnet link on there. And I used this handy feature of uh Windows Power Toys called the text extractor which allows you to copy and paste text from an image. Uh, that, was, that was how I got the, the magnet link instead of having to type it out manually. I would yell this 
but I I don't want to because it's all it's all in caps. It says do not get the torrent from any other sources as we cannot guarantee the integrity of any other links. Only get the yeah. links from our official Discord announcement channel or this Yeah, you, you don't want to you don't want to go on to any public torrent site really and download honestly much of anything that's executable. Like you can download movies all you want off of those sites, but don't download anything that's like a .exe or like a self-extracting archive because you're, you're going to get fucked. Or, or in the case of Linus, uh, a PDF file. Yeah, don't open PDFs unless you're opening them with not Adobe Acrobat. Not Adobe Acrobat. Is yeah, it, is Adobe Acrobat the the reason why Linus got hacked? Gen- generally. Uh, Adobe Reader slash Acrobat, whatever, Adobe products that open PDFs are usually the things that are going to run malicious code because they're the reason that PDFs can even do that in the first place because the the PDF spec is pretty limited, but Adobe has a bunch of proprietary extensions to it that allow for things that fuck up your computer. Um, Interesting. uh, I don't remember what I have but i've got some like i think ukrainian developer made it maybe i think i have fox it or something i i have some pdf reader i never open pdfs i never i never get pdfs on my computer or anything they're just i don't know they, they, I never they're kind of like they're kind of like fax machines in that uh they really just don't need to exist anymore yeah i've been saying that for since I was a child, I was like less than 10 years old. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, you know, email exists, right? Everyone like we could just not use fax machines. And the governments, yeah, the governments are like, I'm sorry, you need to fax this to us. Governments like <laughs> BP machine go pretty much. And I really hate it at my current job. And, and any job that I've worked that requires a fax machine, they're like, hey, so the fax machine is down. Can you fix it? I'm like, no, I, I don't know how they work. I don't know. <laughs> that They're stupid. It's just a and- printer with a, with a landline phone glued to the side of it. What do you mean? I'm like, I have, like, it's plugged in to the phone line <laughs> and the phone line works and it's still not working. And I don't know. Like, it's stupid. Like, it's... It, the thing was made in like 1962. Okay, I don't care. <laughs> and then, fucking at my old job, they had we built a new computer for a lady, or we we bought her a new computer, whatever. And my boss was like, "Okay, and here's the modem to put in it." And I'm like, "What? Wait, the the what now?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, you got to put a modem in there and then hook it up to the fax line." And then use Windows features to take that fax and forward it to the printer. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, really? <laughs> so yeah, I don't. I'm sorry. I, I hate fax machines. Um, Is there, and, do they make PCI Express modem? Yes. Cards. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes. And, yeah. I know you're having a fun day when you need to replace the nick of the unit you're working on to get started. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like the the her internet ran fine through the Ethernet port, but we had to have a modem for the fax machine instead of just using e-fax like a normal company would. 
you got to pay extra for that. I know. I know. It's not like that's actually probably more cost effective than just keeping a phone line. Well, you know, you say that, but I genuinely don't know how much a phone line costs. I don't I, know. I do, I've never paid for a phone line. Never have I ever. When I worked at Consumer Cellular, and this is going off track, but fuck it. Let's talk about fax lines, I guess. Um, yeah, we got 10 minutes still. Yeah. So when I worked at Consumer Cellular, we sold home base stations for people who... Oh, yeah, yeah. They still have those. Yeah, for people who are old and want to use their landline phone, but also want to switch over to Consumer Cellular, you can actually switch your landline over to you know, Consumer Cellular or Verizon or whatever. Uh, and use this this hotspot like the it, it it is a cell phone. It's got all the internals of a cell phone, and then you plug your actual phone into it, like your your home phone. And so you can yeah, use it's, it's it it it's just a a phone that you plug your phone into. Yeah, and I I sold a few. I actually sold a few of those. Also, if you're ever uh, thinking about switching your home line to a uh, like a cellular line, uh, don't do it. It's really bothersome. It takes like two weeks for the for the actual port to happen. In case you're wondering. Oh, because they have to port uh, the actual phone number. I didn't even think yeah. about that. Yeah, people will port their actual phone number and. I'd be like, this is going to take you like a week. And they're like, I'm fine. And one time I remember, I think it was Time Warner. And this lady called in and she said, hey, you know, I'm trying to port this line over to you guys. And it's been over a week and nothing's happening. Can you can you figure it out? And I was like, well, we sent the request over there and they've accepted it. So since they've accepted it, it's on their side. They've They've got to do the port. And she's like, well, I think it's your fault. I think this is on <laughs> your. And so you need to fix this. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'll help you fix this. And so I called up, I called up the other company as you know, Comcast or Time Warner or whatever. S- waited, got a hold of one of their, their guys, you know, their customer support. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm seeing it here, but it hasn't been pushed through yet. And I was like, I just want to, I just want to verify, you know, while I'm on the line with you and this old lady. Uh, this is this is on your side, right? This is your guys' fault that this didn't go through. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, it's our fault." I'm like, "Okay, good, just making sure." <laughs> uh, uh, I thought so. Yeah, you hear that, you old bitch? Yeah, <laughs> they can't 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 fucking help you. All right. She said absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was. Uh, don't do it. It's just it's it's a pain in the ass. Just get a new phone number. Anyway, so like no one, no one under the age of thirty has a fucking landline phone. I am sure at this point, probably no one under the age of forty. I am sure there are people out there that, for some reason or another, have a landline. Yeah, Um, but the reason being that they're over forty years old. Well, no, not even that. I'm sure there are people in certain areas that have a landline because their cell phone service sucks. Yes, if you're in the, the Kepler quiet zone, you probably need a landline phone. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, America is so huge, and 
let's face it, they neglect rural areas, right? Like, Why do you need a phone, period, if you're living in a hole in the ground? Well, sometimes you should you wanna... save that money and use it to pay rent on a house in civilization. <laughs> should move or, away. Or just become self-sufficient. You don't need a phone at that point because you don't got to talk to anybody anyway. Ah, the dream. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's been our rant about that. How 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 far are you with your download of Dark and Darker? It's done. It's done. Cool. I'm I'm I excited. Downloaded at about fifty megabytes a second. Okay. Fifteen. Fifty. Fifty. Five zero. Okay. Five zero. Oh. I, I might I might try it out if it's if it's free play test I'll I'll give it a shot. Anywho's I want to thank you for being here, Aroa. Yeah, no problem. And I want to thank you for being here, Akonara. Good luck with your key logging software issues. Oh yeah, I love key logging. And I and I've been your host, Nathan Reedsbruth. I hope that we're back next week and and everything's working and the server doesn't break again. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.